98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Our sound of moolah is this. And it's worth $750 coming up at 710. Good morning, Daniel. Well, you know, Ty how I like to order uh, kids' meals. And I've seen on TikTok now that that's kind of caught on. There's several, like, TikTok accounts just devoted strictly to uh, people ordering kids' meals and telling you what they have in there. Well, why do you like that? Because the portion size the is cheaper. It's, it's smaller. It's cheaper. Uh, a lot of times we eat more than we wanted to anyway just because they give us too much. But what drives me crazy on TikTok is they call it the kids' meal hack. You're not hacking anything. You're just simply ordering a kid's meal. Knock it off with the calling it a hack. They're like, I tried the uh, Texas Roadhouse hack. No, you didn't. You just ordered a kid's meal. Well, let me ask you this, because yesterday we talked about that you uh, live near a Panera, but you don't Panera. have a Panera. You live near a Panera. Panera, whatever. You're joking, right? <laughs> so they have a microwave, but you don't. So you consider walking over to Panera and mm -hmm. using their microwave, and there was a moral question there. Is that right? Because they expect you to use it if you bought something there. Now we're kind of on to a different question here. Is oh, it right or wrong to order off the kids' menu if you're over the age, like 12 or whatever? I feel like if they put it on the menu and they price it, then I feel like it's okay for me to order it. Like, if I go in person, I would be uncomfortable ordering the kids' meal. But now with the apps and where they leave it on a shelf for you to pick up, how mm -hmm. do they know if you're a kid or not? You can do whatever you want. They ain't gots to know. <laughs> That's why whenever your you son, whatever I'm keeping him, I make a real big point to walk around town, you know, so that people will think I have a son. Yeah, so then if they see you later in there, even if you're not they with think, my son, oh, right. they think, oh, dad's in here yeah. getting some for a little boy. They don't know. It's yeah. Tulsa's hottest bachelor, and they're ordering a kid's meal for himself to eat alone on a Friday night. Do you think it's a sin to do that? Uh, <laughs> probably. Maybe so, yeah. I got to be honest, I'm a big sinner. Uh, I'll just <laughs> well, be honest yeah, with you. That's okay. Yeah. That's the part the of the human still, experience. still working on me. Uh, so <laughs> Work in I progress. I don't know. Like, uh, that's, a, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, if you get to the pearly I'm gates, right if you get to the pearly gates and they're like, all right, what's your violations? And you're like, you know, I used to order a chicken nugget kids meal. It like might a... be the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> you never know. It'd be bad. <laughs> so what'd you think of that? Kimberly Perry, uh, you know, from the band Perry with If I Die Young Part 2. On 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Daniel, how much is our jackpot up to for the sound of moolah? This morning, it's worth $800. And what's interesting about this is that I didn't think anybody was even getting close to the sound, so I re-recorded the same exact object. It's just a different recording. I don't know what else to say. All right, so what do you want me to do here? Do you want me to play just the uh, new one, or do you want me to compare them both, or what do you want? Well, that's your business. You say it doesn't help. I think it helps tremendously, but again, I know the sound, right. so. I'll tell you what. I'll play the sound. It's the same sound. You just re-recorded it. So I'll play the original version we've been playing. And now a brand new version of the same sound. We haven't changed anything up other than we just recorded it again. It's a remix. And here is uh, the new sound debuting for the first time ever on 98.5 The Bull. The new recording, I mean. Here we go. <laughs> What do you think? I, I that helps know. so much more. Also, I've noticed that you cannot find anywhere in your house without ambient sound. Yeah, I hear you like your AC. But uh, it's a real life sound. Here we go. I don't know. Well, here's what you always say you don't know. You won't ever guess. Because you're worried that you will accidentally figure out the sound. Mm-hmm. All right, turn up the microphone a second and then make your guess. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong.
That's ludicrous. No. <laughs> what a dumb guess. No wonder you didn't guess that on the air. Okay, I can't so, believe you said wait, that. Wait, so I just guessed the sound of moolah off the air. And, no, uh, no that, it was, was a big old... that was the worst guess I've ever heard. Hey, That's thanks. even worse than the three people that guessed opening and closing a microwave three times in a row. Yeah, that's a good point to make. Go to thebulltulsa.com and see the wrong guesses because I'd hate for you to, you know, try to get through. You're calling nine finally. It's your big chance. And you guess something that's already been wrong all along. Uh, coming up in just a few minutes here, Tig, I, I was uh, taking a bath last night and I invented something. Like legit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can finally stop working with Tig. I've invented something. I'm not going to have to work again ever. Look on Amazon, already invented. Have you ever invented something that's already been invented? Um, I've I, invented something that somebody took from me, I think. But later uh, on got invented? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's a, oh, that's a big story coming up here on 98.5 The Bull. And no matter what, hope to see it at 710 for that $800 chance with the sound of moolah. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. We're talking about the uh, money that's in the sound of moolah, but did you know by going to Jackie Cooper Nissan, just taking that drive, you could get $1,500 more than your car's even worth at Jackie Cooper Nissan? Man, I mean, why would you take it anywhere else? And if you tell me you heard it on the bull, it's actually a $2,000 trip you're making because that, that's the money they want to give you above Kelly Blue Book value for your car right now at Jackie Cooper Nissan. Whether you just want to sell it or maybe you want to upgrade, boy, the lot at Jackie Cooper Nissan, they have your ride because they are loaded up with inventory right now. Yeah, and uh, it's it's insane how bad they want your car. Like, they're, they're saying, hey, please, bring us your car. Here's so much more money than it's worth. And then if you're like, wait, now I don't have a ride, they've got 0% interest on rogues and things. I don't know how they do that, but they got 0% interest. It doesn't get any better than that at Jackie Cooper Nissan. So $2,000 more for your car if you say you heard it on the bull. And uh, you could also drive off with a brand-new vehicle yourself. JackieCooperNissan.com. That's JackieCooperNissan.com. That's Morgan Wallen. He's on vocal rest right now, but we can still hear him on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Tyga, I've invented uh, something that has already been invented. Have you ever done this? You For real, you came up with something independently on your own, and then you try to look and see if it's uh, already been invented, and it has? Isn't that the worst? Um, but you have a lot of time on your hands. You think of these things. Too and, much time. Uh, so what did you invent that's already been invented? Well, many things. First of all, back in the day. He's like, what about a vehicle? No, 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 no. Back in the day, I thought, what if with radio, you could subscribe to different channels and things like that? Almost like cable radio. Now, the problem with cable radio is it requires cables. And then later on, they invented satellite radio. So they stole that from me, obviously. Because mm -hmm. I really did have the idea for that long before it was invented. And then last night, I was taking a bath. You know, that when, when I finally bought my house, the one thing that I loved about this house was I had a bathtub. And I've been wanting to take a bath for three years. I get into the bathtub, fill up the bathtub. I'm in there, and uh, water only goes up to that emergency drain at the top, right? Mm -hmm. So you never can get it above that because it's going to drain out. Right. So yeah. I thought, I should invent something that covers that up so that I can get a few more inches mm -hmm. in this bathtub because I want enough to cover up my whole stomach. Okay. Um, get on Amazon, just to double check, already been invented. And I legit had invented it. I said, it has to be like a plunger, like a dome that will suction over the, the top drain. drain. Yeah. And lo and behold, Tyke, right there on Amazon, 8 $9.00. I could have been rich had I got there a few years before. Yeah, but, like, isn't that a bad invention? 
How? The drain is designed to make sure your house doesn't flood. Well, I mean, it, maybe it's a risky thing to use. I wouldn't let your children use it, but I'm a grown man. No, but like, uh, let's say you start running the bath and then you get a call and you go, oh, I better take this call. You got on your porch and you forget the bath is running. That's my your house fault. is flooded. That's my fault. Yeah, I know, but like, that's the reason it's there. I want a bath that covers up my entire stomach. Are you having trouble? What do you mean? With it not covering your stomach? Um, I want a few more inches in that bathtub. Don't act like you getting there doesn't, like, your stomach isn't like Tummy Island in the bathtub. I know it is. Tummy Island? Yeah. Oh, you mean like uh, your whole body's under there, but it's got this island where your tummy right, is? Right, and then it's got uh, belly button springs, <laughs> which is that little bit of water that gets in the belly button. Like, why don't they make a, a tub that's deeper? I see it late night. You can get one of those ones you walk into. Have you not uh, invented something that's already been invented before? I invented that. I invented something when I was an, a teenager, and then later on, I saw it in Walmart. And so I think they stole it. What did you invent me. as a teenager? Celibacy? That too. But I invented, I said, listen, you know, we got these coffee mugs, but you drive to work and the coffee gets cold. Why not invent a mug that you can plug into your cigarette lighter when they had cigarette lighters? And I even did what they call a poor man's um, copyright or trademark or something. I mailed my idea to myself so that I would have a postmark that said, I definitely had this at this certain time. And I went to one of these, you see them on TV. I went to like these invention help corporations. Oh yeah. I had a meeting with them and everything. And they said, nah, that'll never work. And then like four years later, I see it in Walmart. And what year would this have been? Cause I feel like uh, the plug-in coffee mug has been around for 30, 40, 50 years. Could be, maybe I'm off, but um, that, I remember the guy I had to get up at like, I remember getting up early and that sucked as a teenager to go meet some guy in his office, and he said, that that's just not a good idea. Nobody's going to buy that kind of stuff. And I was like, all right, well, moved on. And um, this was probably 1996-ish. I, I drove, so I knew I was 16 at least, but not much older. See, I feel like that had already, well, like you said, yeah, it's already been invented, or it had already been invented. Now they have something called the Ember, which is a coffee cup that's got a, a cordless battery on it. This thing's like $200. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sure cup or whatever yeah, and who, need, who takes like four hours to drink a cup of coffee uh, and needs to keep coffee hot for four hours well, anyway i'm a hypothetical millionaire yeah, right me now. too we both are i suppose study eight five the bull you can be a hypothetical or actually a real 800 dollars winner with the sound of moolah at 710 on the bull it's time to win cash with ty and daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5, the bull. Ty, I'd like to introduce you to Gabe. He works at a vet clinic. Gabriel, how are you? I'm sorry to call you Gabe. I meant Gabriel. How are you today? Uh, I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good. You work with the dogs over there at the vet clinic. Am I right? Yes. Uh, Ty says his favorite breed of dog is the Doberman Shepherd. Oh. <laughs> That's an amazing dog. Yes, the Doberman Shepherd is an amazing, amazing dog and that it does not exist. Tyg, would you please play for Gabriel the sound of moolah? Here we go. All right, uh, Gabriel, did you hear the original sound back before we re-recorded it? Yes, I did. All right, so did this new recording help at all? Um, a little bit, yes. All right, well, he says he's 75% sure he knows what it is, so Gabriel, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes, I am. Gabriel, what is your guess Please. A paper cutter. Is it a paper cutter? 
Speaking of paper, that is incorrect. All right. All right, buddy. Well, uh, we will put paper cutter down on the list of uh, incorrect answers. Uh, bad news for you, Gabriel, uh, but good news to whoever plays next at 810 because now the sound of moolah is worth $850. Oh, oh you're telling me. All right, Gabriel. Well, uh, hopefully uh, you can get through again at 810, all right? All right. Thanks for playing, man. Yeah, how far is this going to go? Uh, you said that new sound might help us out, but still, uh, we're struggling a little bit. But we just keep adding money to the jackpot. We'll see you at 810. Um, hold on before we go into this uh, thing here. You want to know about the uh, RCS? Now, explain what that is. RDS is mm -hmm. like a system where it shows a display on your radio in your car. Right. And... Um, and so I'm wondering when we go to commercial, will it tell you that we can play the sound of moolah coming and at 8? This guy is so obsessed with this that he doesn't think anything about what he's going to say on the air. It's mostly what's on the RDS. On your radio. So somebody, please, during this uh, commercial break, tell him, call us up and tell him what it says so that he can finally get some rest here in his life. He's turmoil, constant turmoil over this. All right. So we'll do that and uh, we'll see you at 810 with the sound of moolah. Good morning, guys. The Sound of Moolah. Win cash and a chance at a $10,000 Coleman UTV. Also register for the UTV at participating Keystone Light retailers. More at theboltulsa.com. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig. And good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning. Uh, tell me what this RD... S is thing again? You're using a technical term for basically it's what displays on your radio during songs and somebody if they look down the radio now would see Luke Combs in Fast Car maybe but during the commercials I, I wanted it to say hey make sure you're listening at 810 to win the sound of moolah. But like the thing billboard. is is on and on and on you go about this here behind the scenes here in the uh, studio why is this so important to you? It's like a free billboard I mean why not it, send out a message again about, oh, by the way, keep listening so you can win some money. But here's the thing. It is a free billboard for one person. Yeah, but over and over and over. Do you know there's more than one car on the road? So you think that w something that one person sees is the same thing as a billboard in which literally hundreds of thousands of people see? How, how do you say one person? If you have that thing in your car, it could be 10,000 people that have it. Are you crazy? It's not the same as a billboard if one person sees it. And here's the thing. You'll put zero thought into what you're going to say next on the radio, but you're, you agonize over the RDS, the technical term or whatever you're calling it. Yeah. So Are we you just happy wanted to now? Know, I just, I, since I'm on the air during the show, I can't see what the radio, your car radio says about the contest. So people call in now. About okay. For the love of God, somebody please call and tell Tig what's on that. What's it called again? The RDS, but don't say that. It's just what displays on your radio. You're being too technical. Um, hey, good morning, Lisa. Hey, I was calling to tell you that, yes, it says win cash with Tig and Daniel at 810. Good. I'm glad they did <laughs> their jobs, you. whoever does that. Thank you so much. This guy over here is like Rain Man, not be able to see Judge Wapner. He's just like, oh, did they get that RDS thing fixed out? <laughs> on and on he it's goes about good. it. Well, good. Well, thank you for the, uh, calming my nerves about it. You are welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, like she said, at 810, we got that. Uh, how much is it now, Daniel? The Sound of Moolah? The Sound of Moolah is now worth $800. And if you look at your RDS, you'll be able to see that clearly. And Tig's now upset that I'm using the word RDS because it's a technical term. Yeah, just say like when you I'll see it on your radio. whatever I want. This guy hits himself with a belt if he doesn't know what uh, 
the thing says on the RDS. I care about listening. I'm doing this for America. Are you? Yeah, I'm a patriot. Uh, I was back in the lab last night, Tig, in my uh, beef jerky business, Dan's Beef. Mm-hmm. I got a hot new recipe. Okay, so you want me to talk about? I want you to. Uh, I want you to give it a taste here. I want you to see if you can identify the flavors. Okay. All right. So I'll, I'll do that. What exciting stuff coming up on 98.5 The Bull. Do you want people to call and tell you what song this is on the RDS? Yeah. We'll get to that in moments. On so 98.5 The Bull, today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Um, we got that uh, Sound of Moolah coming up worth a good chunk of change at 810. How much is it worth, Daniel? It is worth now $850. All right. So we'll see you then at 810. Good morning to you, Daniel. Uh, one of my hobbies, Tig, is I like to make a beef jerky sometimes. I call it Dan's Beef. It's uh, very famous. It's good stuff. It's not bad. I got a food dehydrator, and uh, I'm trying to find the perfect recipe. I was using Just Dale's to dip it in, but I felt like Just Dale's was too salty. We're getting older, Ty. We can't be eating all this salt. So I went back to the drawing board, and I have made a, another batch, and I'd like you to taste of it right now, and I want you to see if you can determine the secret ingredient that I've put of on. Of your Dan's Beef? Of Dan's Beef, this okay. latest batch. Right. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's spicy. You feel like that's a spicy taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating. <laughs> it's just stupid. Well, it's also impossible. Ty has a very hard time talking about food. He doesn't even know how to speak on it. I don't know. What is it, like jalapeno mixed with Dorito dust or something? You think it's jalapenos? <laughs> how would I put jalapenos on beef jerk? I don't know. Do you squeeze it and make, I don't know, juice? No, it's not a hot sauce at all. Okay, really I don't think, know. Hold on. Really think and taste. Really taste, really, really taste it. Let's hear some smacking. No, I don't want to smack on the radio. Well, um, too bad. <laughs> you do that normally. I don't know what's in the Dan's beef. Was this something that you read, or is this like an original invention? Completely original. It could be. It could exist already. I don't know. Okay. What is one thing you like to order at a restaurant? Nothing. But if you had to, you went there on a Sunday dinner, you would order... Chili? A special occasion you go to like steak what kind of steak like a filet mignon maybe no you don't what do you always get i'm asking Daniel, you things I, you already know the answer to what do you like to get when you go to like charleston's oh a uh, uh, a prime rib and what do they give you on the side when you order radish. The, it's that's got horseradish right no, drag right is. onto it yeah it is delicious yeah pretty cool but i'm like asking you questions about you and you don't know the answers yeah, I'm, I'm like what do you like lost. to order at charleston you're like chill it you never in your life ordered chili from Charleston. So it, uh, it's it got dried horseradish on it. It's it's really good. It is good, isn't it? Is that it? the only thing you use to flavor it? And a little bit of Dale's again. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought I'd taste a little bit of that, but no, it's good. I appreciate you making it and look for uh, Dan's beef. We might, Daniel claims he might go to the farmer's market and start selling this stuff. Uh, what I claim, though, is we will definitely have the uh, bullfight coming up, Daniel. In six minutes is your chance to win some tickets to see Lady A. Lady A, right here on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. So I uh, guarantee the bull fight, but Snow's Furniture guarantees the lowest prices in town on furniture. I saw this, like, another furniture place. They go, geez, if you come by here, we promise you'll get the stuff within six weeks. I'm like, what? 
Snow's Furniture has it today. Like, the, the piece you see is the one you can take home today, right? And at the guaranteed lowest prices. Like, that's what sold it for me on Snow's Furniture, was they have the lowest prices guaranteed. And they've uh, been locally owned since 1978. I like that we're kind of keeping it in the family and all that. Snow's Furniture, they got the piece you want and 0% interest when you're ready to roll. Snow's is online, in town, and on Facebook. It's 98.5 The Bull. Time for our bull fight. And here we go, dude. I got two uh, nice folks on the line with us to win Lady A tickets. And who do we have? Let me introduce you to Jeff Tyke. He works with Fiber Optics. He says he's been trying to get through for weeks. Jeff, how are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful, man. Appreciate it. Jeff, I had a question for you. What breakfast cereal has the most fiber optics? <laughs> Total? Uh, Lucky Charms. Okay, Lucky Charms. <laughs> Jeff, I'd like you to meet Christine. Christine's a stay-at-home mom, mother of six, ages 6 through 17. And, Christine, you were telling me that five of them are in sports? Oh, excuse me, seven children. Yep. I'm sorry. You have seven children. Yep. And five of them are in sports? Yep. Crazy. God bless you. How do you have any free time at all? I don't. <laughs> uh, Jeff, if Christine wins and gets to go to the show, will you, in fact, babysit her children for her? 100% I would. Okay, well, let's go, guys. This might be a disaster here. It could be a complete train wreck. Homonyms are words that are the same spelling and pronunciation but have different meanings. So good luck, guys. We'll start with you, Jeff. Homonym number one, it means either a piece of superhero attire or a point of land that juts into the sea. Something that a maybe, cape. It's a cape, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that might be well here. All right, Christine, here is the homonym. Meaning one is to strike with a fist or a fruit juice beverage. Punch. Punch is correct. You guys are doing better oh, than I thought you okay. would do. All right, Jeff, it's getting real now. Yeah, it's, it's getting tough. Jeff. I already feel it. A spherical object or a formal dance. Tom. No. Golly. That would be, uh, what? You're close. A ball, right? A ball. Oh, come on. All right. Christine. This yep. is a legal arena or to romance? Legal date? arena or to romance? said date. I have no idea. Is that, a, <laughs> is that to court? That would be to court. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Jeff, back to you. This is a place for strays or a unit of weight. What? A place for stray animals or a unit of weight. A pound. A pound, yes. Look no at way. Him. Look what? at him go. <laughs> Doing well. All right. This is kind of hard, but fun, too. It is hard, but not. that's not that bad. Uh, Christine, this is a type of bird or a high-ranking Catholic official. A type of bird or a high-ranking Catholic official. I have no idea. Pope? Yep. I have no clue. Cardinal? Cardinal. Oh, I'm in the lead, son. Jeff is <laughs> in the lead <laughs> by it in. Jeff, two. Christine has one. And uh, two questions to go. Jeff, this is a social gathering 
or a political group? What? Okay, hold on. Think about this a second, Jeff. It's a social gathering or a political group. A party. Party is correct. No way. Jeff, you're doing well. Christine, you got to get back on the board here. This. <laughs> Christine, listen. Well, don't Jeff, laugh at Jeff, her Don't face, gloat, Jeff. Jeff. You've been a bad sport. Uh, Christine, this is a dark red color or to be abandoned on a deserted island. A dark red color. I am terrible at this. I have no oh, idea. To be abandoned on a deserted island. Game over. Whoa, Jeff. <laughs> I have no idea. Christine, hold on. We'll talk through this. What is a dark red color? Burgundy's the only one I can come to my head. So if somebody were burgundied on a deserted island, it would be maroon. To be maroon. Marooned. All right, Jeff. Let's see if you can get another one here. Jeff, uh, let's just try it out. This word means to record or an adhesive material. Oh, like so to record something or something that's Lord. sticky. That right? Okay. Oh man, to record. If you were gonna I'm record, going to tape. you tape. would tape it. Yes. No way. That is. Oh, my gosh. I'm smarter than what I thought. Christine, <laughs> let's get one here for my, you. My, my, my fiance is going to laugh her butt off because I'm, I'm not this smart. I don't know how I got all this. Come on, Jeff. You're a smart fella now. Come on. You work with fiber optic. you got to be good at that. Christine, let's get you on the board again here. This means an addiction or nun's clothing. We just done that, and I cannot. We just think of did it. it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that hat that a lady, a nun, wears? I have no idea. And what's another name for an addiction? <laughs> Might have a bad what? I don't know. I am like, safe now. I cannot. If think you of said, it. if you said, Christine, if you were like, oh, smoking's a bad. Have it. There you go. Uh, you came in strong there at the end there, Christine, but Jeff has now defeated Christine in the 98-5 the bull fight. Jeff, you've got a decision to make now. Will you take your, uh, you said your girlfriend who will be impressed? Or will, you, or will you take Christine, oh, your fiancé, excuse me, or will you take Christine, the stay-at-home mom of seven? What's the date? The oh, date boy. is June 1st. June 1st. Um, She has seven kids. She needs a night out. I'm going to give it to her. Look at that now. Hey, now, Christine. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Jeff has just give you, he's given you the tickets to see Lady A at the River Spirit Casino Resort June 1st. And, uh, wow, Christine, you could use a night out. And look at Jeff, the hero, coming in for you today. Well, she thank you. She deserves it, man. Well, is your fiance going to be mad at you, Jeff? Probably, yeah. She's probably going to be really upset with me, but uh, I think she'll uh, understand. Uh-oh. Yeah, but the real prize is that uh, <laughs> you guys can you can play this for on our podcast, the Tiger Daniel podcast, and she's going to fall just a little bit more in love with you. Probably. That's the prize. And, Jeff, you agreed to watch Christine's seven children while she goes out. So. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we got to talk about that one, though. <laughs> right, guys, thank you. We're back uh, in 810. Daniel, how much are we up to with the sound of Mulan? We're now? up to now $850. We'll see you guys at 810 here on 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Tig and Daniel and the sound of Mulan. 
on 98.5. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've got uh, uh, the same sound of Bula, just re-recorded. Daniel's version. Okay, so nothing's changed other than you want it. Your goal was to make it a clearer sound or a better sound, so we might have a better chance at identifying the sound. And since I did this, uh, I did this last night. I, I imagine I should get some type of overtime because I was working mm-hmm. extra. That's Who good. do I submit my paperwork to? That's a good point. Expect some extra moolah in your paycheck, Daniel. And this took hours to re-record. So if you would please play <laughs> the re-recorded version of the sound of moolah. Okay, here we go. I'll do it one more time. It's so easy. You, you say that, but it's like when you conduct got the uh, trivia contest, Daniel, you're always like, I-, I can't believe the person to get it right. I'm like, that's because you have the answers in front of you. From the outside, which I'm on the outside of the sound, it's hard. I got to play it one more time. I have no idea what this is. Mm. All right. Well, that's where we are. So if you'd like to take a guess, we're going to take caller number nine. Our phone number is 918. Do you know the phone number, Dan? 918-879-9898. Just save that number as bestie. Just save it in, under Radio Hotties. 918-879-9898. It's time to win cash with Tig and Daniel and the sound of moolah. On 98.5, The Bull. Tig, let me introduce you to Shelby. You say you work uh, for the athletic department? Yes, OSU Athletics. Oh, OSU Athletics. And uh, she says she's worked out this morning. And I don't see how people ever get up super early in the morning and work out and then go about their day. Don't you wish you could do that, Tig? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, kind of angry about it because, like, I'm jealous, (laughs) I guess, is what it comes down to. It's like, how do you work out and then go to work? I wish I had that kind of determination. Well, Tig, you could technically come in here and do your aerobics an hour before we went on the air if you wanted. I could. All right, Shelby, have you heard the re-recorded sound of Moolah? Yes, I have. Uh, Tig is going to play it for you again. Here it is, Shelby. All right, Shelby, you feel like you're pretty confident you know what this is? Um, I think. Let's give it a shot. All right, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Shelby, what is your guess plays? Is it a paper cutter? Is it a paper cutter? Speaking of paper, that is incorrect. That was also the guest at 710 this morning. Ah, bummer. Okay. <laughs> it does bummer. sound exactly Big like that. Bummer. Remember going to like elementary school and they had like this, I don't know, a board and on the side of it had like this big scissor? Mm-hmm. It sounds exactly like that. Listen to this. I get that, but here's a, a little, not really a hint, but I recorded this at home and I don't have a paper cutter at my house. I don't live and like Kinko's. <laughs> All right, so we'll, uh, Ty, we'll take that information and try to use it to our advantage. You had a legal question for her about uh, if you wanted to make a shirt that says Sooners. Well, because she said she works. Uh, what is your job again? Uh, so we handle the media rights for OSU Athletics. Oh, media rights. But I also had a question. Like, what if I were just to make a, a T-shirt that said Sooners? You know, I know you're OSU, well, but I'm just asking, like, could would I get sued? Because Sooners is technically the name for the people that showed up at Oklahoma, the soonest, right? 
Right, but if you're trying to make a buck off of it, yes, you that will get shut down if you're trying to sell them. <laughs> what if I just made a shirt that said Oklahoma on it, and they go, oh, we're coming after you. I go, no, that's the name of a state. Could I do that? Yeah, that is fine. Yeah, that's Sweet, fine. we're going to get rich. Tyke, I've uh, figured this out already. Just you, You've only talked to her about two minutes. I've already figured it out. So... You're gonna you're gonna make a T-shirt that says Oklahoma, mm-hmm. so wonders. <laughs> Do you understand? S O. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A little bit of a space. You're a genius. I mean. O N E R S. You're not an idiot Oklahoma, at all. I mean, so wonders. I know all our coworkers think you're an idiot, but right. I think you're a genius. But you look at the spacing. If you make it just slightly where it, it's so technically owners. No. So so owners. So yeah. So Warner. Got it. And we can say you're a big fan of the Oklahoma so wonders. You're gonna sell a million T-shirts. And uh, they can't do anything. What do you think about that, Shelby? Well, well, no one should be a fan of the Oklahoma Sawaners or the Oklahoma Sooners. So go Pope. We'll end on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, there she goes. Thank you for the call and uh, thank you for the guests. We'll be back, Dana. We got to add some money to the. Uh, you jackpot, can make right? some uh, Pokes shirt too, Tug. P O K. Yes. Yes. P O K. Yes. Can we uh, add money to the jackpot now? Yes, play. How much money are we up to? Nine hundred dollars. All right, so there we go. Shelby, you're eligible to call back next hour, but we are at $900. Thank you for playing, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. This is 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. All right, Daniel, I need a uh, reminder. What if? So I can't even remember what I had for um, lunch yesterday. I can barely remember how much money the Sound of Moolah is up to, but at 910, how much are we playing for here on 98.5 The Bull? $900. If nobody gets it today, tomorrow we'll move into $1,000 territory here for the Sound of Moolah. Daniel, with $900, you could, I know you have a personal situation, but you would be able to get your mom's bail yes. to get her out. Yes, I would. 900 bucks. So we'll play that at 910. And uh, in the meantime, here we go with Did You See? And did you see this guy, uh, Michael McCoy? He lives here in Tulsa. And Michael McCoy, he's an entrepreneur. He likes to make some money. However, he did it the wrong way. He made fake Pokemon cards. And I guess there's like a Pokemon community out there, and they get into this uh, card counting or card collecting or whatever, and he starts selling fake Pokemon cards. And the law gets involved and says, hey, buddy, you can't, you can't be doing that. And they say, we're not going to send you to jail over a Pokemon card, but for two years, we're going to be watching you. Don't screw anything up. So then he goes, okay, my Pokemon thing is over. I think I'll make fake gold coins and sell those to people. He got $32,000 out of a guy here in Tulsa because he bought a fake coin. And then I guess what happens is he's selling these fake coins. And then eventually when you bought a coin from him, you go, I think I'll go cash this in at the pawn shop or whatever. And the experts go, well, it's not even real gold. Mm. Don't they make a thing that you can touch to jewelry to tell if it's real or not? I don't know. You know what I see in the Olympics? You know what they do in the Olympics when they win a, a medal? They bite it? They bite it. Mm-hmm. I guess because it'll leave a little dent with your canine tooth so you know it's real. Because gold is soft, I guess, in its purest form. Anyway, also, a guy gave him a sword worth $25,000 for a gold coin. I'm like, a sword's worth $25,000? I need to get in the sword industry immediately. What do you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see this? Like, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Did you see this? Uh, killer whales can mimic human voices. No. Here's a clip from a quick video showing off just what they can do. Hello. Hello. Bye bye. Bye bye. You know, I liked all of it except that 
Hello. That one was creepy, but that's pretty cute otherwise. Let me hear that one more time. Can you believe that's killer whales, Tug? One more time. Hello. Hello. Uh-oh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I find all that to be beautiful except that. Hello. So they're like parrots? Uh, they try to repeat what we're doing? I guess. They are killer whales, though. Let's keep that in mind. Yeah, they'll say your name right before they eat you. Yeah, and that's, they say bye-bye, and then they eat you. <laughs> uh, speaking of killers, did you see this? There was a lady, and she wrote a book, a children's book about grief, you, you know, explaining to kids how to uh, cope with grief and uh, after the death of her husband. And here's a clip from her. She went on all the morning shows, like Good Morning America and stuff like that, talking about this book she wrote. Uh, listen to this. So my husband passed away unexpectedly last year. He was 39. It completely took us all by shock um and we have three little boys my kids and i kind of wrote this book on the different emotions and grieving processes that we've experienced last year yeah it turns out that uh, authorities now believe that she killed her husband by poisoning him with fentanyl and then wrote a book about the grief to sell yeah man that's the oh, evil brutal. that's the evil lady right it's there brutal. to do that to your kids first of all leave them without a dad and then to secretly Poison your husband with fentanyl. For profit. Uh, what happened was authorities believe that she had, she, they got a hold of her phone and internet and all that, and she reached out to friends. She was like, hey, can I get some of that stuff? Do you know where I could, you know, get some of that stuff that they were giving Michael Jackson to fall asleep with, which was profanol. And that killed Michael Jackson, right? I think eventually it, it did. Um, that, I guess she got some of that. That didn't work. And then she said, hey, I need something a little stronger. So profanol. And ended up getting fentanyl, put it in his drink. So, so he drinks like a gin and tonic or something, then doesn't wake up. So the insinuation is she already had tried to poison him with the the first drug and maybe it didn't work. And then she's like, I need the real stuff, which is fentanyl, which is, you know, how terrible that is. I don't is. know. But what kind of friends, you know, if somebody says, hey, I need some profanol, that should throw up a red flag. Yeah, and then they go, like, a little something stronger than profanol. That's a real big red flag. How about yeah. this? Did you see that um, Morgan Wallen, this guy's having a really hard time. He's on uh, vocal rest now. There's something called vocal fold trauma. And uh, here's a clip from his Instagram. I got some bad news. After taking 10 days of vocal rest, I performed three shows last weekend in Florida. And by the third one, I felt terrible. So I went in and got scoped yesterday, and they told me that I re-injured my vocal cords. Their advice is that I go on vocal rest for six weeks. So that's what I'm going to do. They want me not to talk at all, but they said if I need to, it's okay for something like this. They told me that if I do this the right way, that I'll get back to 100%. And they also said that if I don't listen and I keep singing, then I'll permanently damage my voice. So for the longevity of my career, this is just the choice I had to make. And he's doing the absolute right thing. I think back in the day they would have gave you a shot or something like that and kept you going because look how much money exchanges hands over a Morgan Wallen concert. Are you going to apologize to Morgan Wallen? Why would I apologize to him? But you got on the radio because he canceled a concert like one hour left to go, and everybody had already gotten there, and then you were like, oh, he's probably hung over. No, no, no. That's what people there were speculating. I think he actually canceled it about five minutes before he was supposed to go on. Yeah, people didn't like that. And people were very upset about that. Now, this is turning out that uh, maybe he had that vocal fold trauma. Uh, you know, Elvis, they want him to keep performing. They just had to give him a shot of something like that. So I think he's yeah, doing like, the right thing. Elvis, like, died young. He was in terrible health, but, like, his handlers and people like that, they just kept loading him up with drugs just to get him on stage. They didn't mm-hmm. really care about longevity. They were like, I need you on stage now, no matter what it costs your health. Yeah, a lot of um, 
artists, I think, probably had that same kind of situation where they'll do whatever it takes to keep you going. And finally, uh, MTV. MTV News coming to a close after 36 years. Remember this closer here? MTV News. You hear it first. Had that Kurt Loader that used to be the uh, reporter, which I thought he was a very good reporter. Do you know what he's doing nowadays by any chance? Isn't he like almost 80 or something crazy? If he is, he looks great. Uh, I remember him being such a great reporter, and the guy probably went to, uh, got a um, degree in reporting and all that, and he was such a good reporter, and then he's stuck on MTV. Good gig, though. 78 years old, Kurt Loader. Hey, well, he looked pretty no, good That makes me feel old. I used to watch that guy when I was a kid. I'm like, what? Younger than you. Everybody's uh, growing up with us. All right, Daniel, thanks for the update. And our again, the Sound of Moolah, if you're just joining us, how much is it worth at 910? It is worth $900. We'll see you then. This is 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty Daniel. The Sound of Moolah is creeping on up there, man. Getting that close to the $1,000 range. Uh, this sound right here um, is what we're trying to identify. Coming up at 910. I know folks are calling, but we just got to wait till 910. Here's the sound. Think you got that? How much is it up to now, dude? Uh, Nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars. Tig, you cl- you famously claim that you don't really enjoy eating. That uh, going out to dinner is not something that you really love to do. You don't. You, you eat out of necessity. You're one of the rare people I know mm-hmm. that eat out of necessity. I, I eat for enjoyment and necessity, mostly enjoyment. It came across na- uh, honestly because I did it when I was younger. I remember my my grandmother making the. You know how grandmothers they could just cook anything. It was great, and I would eat it so fast. She's like, Tig, why don't you enjoy your dinner? I was like, that's crazy. Um, so a guy that's not really, that doesn't really enjoy food all that much, the only, like, monster I know. Say you go through McDonald's and you pick up uh, the drive through Are you able to just fold that bag down and drive away, or do you still get a French fry and eat it? 100%. I pretend like it's, I, I, mean, I don't even have to pretend. I just don't pay attention to it. I drive home. You're a monster. You're the only person on this whole planet that orders food, gets the bag, from Brahms or McDonald's and doesn't eat a fry immediately. No, I don't think I've ever done that. For real, I I will pass my kid a fry if he asks for one or something. But uh, no, I, I've got patience. I you're you're get... inhuman. There's something wrong. You're I mean, I'm monster. not denying it. People love to eat food and they love the. Um, but to me, if I could take a pill mm-hmm. and never have to eat again, I would take that pill. I have two theories. Either you're an alien. Have you ever, like, truly considered that you could be an alien? Um, I definitely feel different than other people a lot of times. Got it. Okay. Or could you be, like, hooked up to the Matrix and I'm just also a computer program? Like, I'm in a simulation? Right. Because I don't think there's anybody on this planet that gets the food, folds that bag down, and just drives off. I eat at least 10 to 13 fries before I even pull away from the window. And I don't care if they're hot it could scald me. I will still eat them. I can't help it. There's something wrong with me that I can't resist. And I think the majority of the population eats at least one fry. As they're driving home with their food. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's take this caller. Maybe they are like you. We'll it's Tig and Daniel. Who's this? Man, this is Cheeto. Hey, I know the sound on that dang thing, but I can't ever seem to get in on the, on the time limit. You say your name is Cheeto? Yeah. Uh, what Just makes like you? Chip, man. I get it. What makes you think that you know the sound of moolah this morning? Man, it's because I grew up with that sound, and I believe it's the right sound. It sounds like the paper cutter. 
Well, Cheeto, come yes. on. We already had paper cutter guests twice this morning. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't been. I've just woke up. You better. You got to start getting up early. You got to listen every 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 day, every morning, every day, every minute, Cheeto. Every day I do. Every day I listen to y'all, bro. I what, promise. What do you think, Cheeto, when you heard the uh, controversial thing we were talking about? Ty goes to McDonald's, gets his food, doesn't eat a fry before he pulls away from the window. That's that's out of line. That's un-American. That's right. <laughs> oh, I'm anti-American. That's un-American because you've got to test your fries to make sure that they're fresh. If you, What's the point to go to McDonald's and getting fresh fries if you ain't going to get fresh fries? Cheeto, you won't believe it. A very controversial stance. He folds the bag down and just drives home, forgets it, acts like it's not even in the car. I eat half my food before I get out of the car. Hey, and I'll bet you, guess what? I'll bet you he gets upset whenever he gets home and half of the food isn't in the bag either. Oh, you ought to see he and his wife go through a drive-thru. If something isn't perfect, they raise hell. They lose their minds. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, because they don't check their bag before they leave, and then they get all the way home, and they're like, oh, my food's not in there. Yeah, Daniel gets mad if I check the bag in front of the, the worker. No, 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 He's no, like, no, it's no. an insult to look through the bag before you leave the window. Cheeto, I saw this guy one time. They go through, and uh, they dip their fries in, what do you get, tartar sauce? Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, yeah, I know. They order a big old dollop of uh, tartar sauce to go with their fries, and then they get up to the window, and then they go, check it. And they say that out loud very loudly, and then Tyke digs through it to try to find his breast-sized dollop of tartar sauce that they put in there for him. Well, that's just nasty. I mean, why would you even get tartar sauce to go with your french fries anyway? All right. Well, there you go. Cheeto's weighing in. He says Tyke is nasty. He doesn't like a dollop of tartar sauce. And he uh, is incorrect about the sound of moolah. But the good thing, Cheeto, is coming up at 9, 10, you're going to have another chance to guess that sound of moolah. It's going to be worth $900. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All I'm right. in there. Cheeto. Cheeto. Uh, we'll you know, see you in George. 14 minutes, okay? <laughs> hey, it's 98.5 The Bull. Right, the sound of moolah is now worth $900. We have got Marlena. Am I saying it right? Marlena or Marlena? Marlena. Marlena is listening. She uh, works with her coworkers, and they've been trying to figure out the sound together. You say your coworker Kendall is there with you? Yes. Uh, could you get Kendall to make a little noise? Get her to do a blood-curdling scream, please. This scream, Kendall. Blood curdling. <laughs> a blood curdling scream. No, she's doing that. <laughs> Why not? I'd love it's to hear business, the uh, bosses <laughs> from right in there. Uh, okay. Tulsa PD be over well, She won't do a blood curdling scream, but she has helped you try to guess the sound of moolah. You say you like the re-recorded version. You think it's a little more clear. Yes, we do like it. All right, Tyke's going to play it for you one more time. All right, you heard it. Also, remember, she said she's been, like, has a journal with the answers that have been guessed that are wrong answers. So she's uh, got good strategy. But are you confident at all you know the sound still? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> all right. Not one. at all. Uh, one last thing to do here. Marlena, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? I am prepared. Ask Kendall if she's ready. Kendall, are you ready? Uh huh. If the answer is yes, tell her to give us a blood curdling scream. He said, "If the answer is yes, give a blood curdling scream." Okay, yeah, there, there we go. All right, Marlena, what is your guess play? A vegetable chopper. Is it vegetable chopper? Marlena. She's listening to the radio. I can hear it. 
Marlene, that, sorry. Yeah, you got to turn that radio down, and that is not that is incorrect. I'm sorry. Aww. But it's a great guest, Tig. You can tell she's been keeping notes. Anything is a good guess for this sound. I got to be honest, because Marlena, I don't know the sound, but Daniel says we're all going to like feel like, oh, we should have known that. But, you know, when I don't see it, I can't tell you what it is. Do you remember when I said, uh, right. when, it, when it was before we let everybody know it was an umbrella, I said, when people figure this out, they're all going to be like, oh, I should have known. This is another one of those, oh, I should have known. Hmm. Well, that's how my Kindle knew it was the pencil sharpener. Mm -hmm. I got in the call. I was the call before the woman who had the right call, and I didn't believe that it was the pencil sharpener. Uh, this was back, I think, a couple of sounds ago. What did you think it was? Yeah. I didn't know, but I didn't believe it was a pencil sharpener. And I was the caller before. I was the 17 like, caller. Like the 18 Yeah, whatever the caller was it. before. Um, Marlena, yeah, what is the I was secret? The before. What's the secret to getting through so often? I just, as soon as I hear you all talk, and I know just about how long you're going to talk, I'll start calling. And then if you get a business signal, you hang up and dial again, or how do you? Yep, just over and over and over. Not a business signal. Is I say business? Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so, Marlena, um, hey, you're still eligible to win. Uh, you can take that call if you want. You're still eligible to win tomorrow at 710. We've got to add some money to the jackpot, Daniel. So uh, what are we looking at for tomorrow morning with the sound of moolah on a Thursday? Tomorrow morning at 710, we will be at $950. And if nobody gets it tonight, that means we go over to $1,000 at 810 tomorrow. So a very big morning for the Sound of Moolah tomorrow. Thank you, Marlena, and have a blessed day, okay? You too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a morning. Win cash and a chance at a $10,000 Coleman UTV. Also register for the UTV at participating Keystone Light retailers. More at theboltelsa.com.
It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Hey, uh, good morning. Tig and Daniel, who's this? Hi, Kim. Hey, Kim. Kim. What's on your mind? Well, I was wondering if anyone guessed what the sound was. They have not guessed. Uh, they will have a next opportunity. will be at 6, no, 710 tomorrow, Tig, where it will be worth how much? $950. Dang, Kim, Kim, do you think you know what it is? Possibly. You possibly know what it is. Have you been keeping notes and making like a ledger and things like that? No, but when I heard the new noise or the noise that was, um, I guess, the corrected Taylor Swift noise. <laughs> um, yeah, the re-recorded noise, it, what she's implying, uh, Tyg, is uh, I recorded the noise a little while ago. I wanted to do a better, newer version of it. So it's the same noise. I just re-recorded it. It's the sound of Moolah Daniels' version. Mm -hmm. Right, and I understood that. Yeah, when you said that this morning. But anyway, yeah, I I believe that I know what it is. Yes. And what would you do with nine hundred and fifty dollars if you want it? Um, probably use it for entry fees for rodeos. There you go. Rodeo entry fee. And as always, Daniel, we're requesting that our listeners do not wager on the sound of moolah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're not gambling at work over this, are you? <laughs> Of course not. <laughs> okay, now, when, sounds when like you, she is. Hold on. When she says she's going to entry fees for rodeo, like you're riding the bull or you just want to go to see a rodeo? No, barrel racing. Oh, are you a barrel racer then? Yes. Do you know what that is, Ty? Have you ever seen barrel racing? Tell me what that is. I've heard of it. What is that? 
Oh, come on. I know you've heard of it. Is that where the clown gets in a barrel? <laughs> well, sometimes I look that way, yes. Okay. <laughs> well, tell him really quickly. He's being sincere. He doesn't know what it is. Well, it's a clover, a clover leaf pattern. There's three barrels set up, and there's a timer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen so that. So the lady okay, rides the horse it. and does the uh, figure eight I in between understand. the barrels. Yeah, I've seen that, of course. Sorry, I right. didn't. Right. Well, I appreciate it. I'm going to learn some things about barrel racing now, and I uh, hope you learn that tomorrow, 710, we got another chance to win the Sound of Moolah. Okay, Kim? Okay, sounds good. All right, have a great 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Uh, hey, warning, husbands and all that out there, kids, too. Uh, this Sunday is Mother's Day, so I've given you fair warning. It's Wednesday. You got Thursday, Friday, Saturday to figure this out, but uh, we're, we're turning the final stretch. We're on final approach to Mother's Day, so don't blow it is my point. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And um, and listen, if you know my wife, don't tell her this. And I know she, she doesn't listen to it. She, she's sick of tagging Dan on because she has to deal with this like in person all the time. Mm -hmm. So I feel safe she's not listening. But if you know her, don't tell her this. But I, I'm going to tell you what I got her for Mother's Day, if you'd like to hear it, Daniel. Yes, please. I always love to hear what you've come up with for your gifts because you are maybe the absolute worst <laughs> gift giver in the history of gift giving. Well, for whatever reason recently, um, you know how in life we all – you know, eventually, like, maybe I should be more active or something. And uh, one hobby she kind of is starting to catch on to is golfing, which, uh, you know, I never knew her to even care about golf, to be honest. It's never been part of our life, but it's something I kind of got into lately, just getting out there and getting some exercise. And, and then now she uh, likes to watch golf and also just played in a scramble here at the Elks Lodge down in Broken Arrow. They had one. So now she's kind of like, thinking about getting clubs and stuff. And I said, you know what's going on this Mother's Day weekend is the Live Golf Tournament or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, I, what if I got her some tickets and we go watch golf on Sunday for Mother's Day? I've got a babysitter. You're going to be my son's babysitter. And I know it's like counterintuitive to send your kid away for Mother's Day, but she'll have some moments with him. But eventually, like, you're going to take my son. And then I, uh, And then I started to think, wait, Am I doing that thing where I'm buying a present that I like and trying to pawn it off where I think she likes it too? Uh, yes, you are. You're, you're doing this for you. So I'm buying a Mother's Day present for me. Right. <laughs> Did she ask for tickets to the no, golf tournament? No, but I thought, you know, it's so unique. We've never gone to like a golf thing together. Didn't y'all go to the Masters oh, wait, together? We, no, no, we, the, we went to the PGA Championship. That's right, but she liked oh, it. Oh, hold on. Let me get this straight. You've never been to a golf thing together except the PGA Championships. <laughs> okay, I forgot that. But still, it's like, it's a unique thing. I mean, I could take her out to brunch and get a Belgian waffle or something, but isn't that cliche? Uh, yeah, that's what cliche, like, moms like is going to brunch. But you thought, you know what, I'm going to, this Mother's Day, I'm really going to mix it up and do what I like to do. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm concerned that even though uh, I've got these tickets for, I talked to people, got the tickets, and I started to think this is a brilliant idea. It's a unique Mother's Day. I think she'll have fun. She likes to drink some cocktails in the sun, you know, mm -hmm. and get a tan. And then I go, wait, is this, is this just for me? Well, here's a crazy question. I, I would ask this of all husbands with their wives. Why don't you just ask her if that's what she'd like? That's crazy. How's that crazy? Just like, I want hey, it to be a Mother's surprise. Day. Why does that have to be a surprise? I don't know. I think it, like, adds to it if it's a little bit of, like, hey. But what I did tell her, I said, hey, Sunday, you're busy. 
And now her, you know, her gears are turning like, ooh, I wonder what he's got planned. Yeah, she's got this big, like, grand expectation of a brunch, a spa day or something like that. You're like, you're going to come out with me and the bros to watch golf. <laughs> Why don't you just ask her? <laughs> Maybe. Don't tell her if you know her. I don't want you guys to blow it for me. Yeah, don't uh, ruin the surprise and disappointment of the Mother's Day of the golf tournament. But uh, there we go. The final approach to Mother's Day, guys. Uh, the clock is ticking. Don't blow it. Um, that's not a good day to screw up and uh god bless you and godspeed to all the husbands well, also it's not your, your son should be on the hook for getting her mother's day gift not you i know i don't know why she's not my mom oh by the way i have a mom i, I gotta get her something too. oh tyke's mom's a vegetarian so he's gonna take her to outback steakhouse this sunday that, which he loves it's 98.5 the bull today's hot country